0: Hello and welcome into the Celtics Life pod, our 81st CL pod. Today we're talking about the C's recent play and the ups and downs of the last week. Plus we're discussing whether a young Celtic is going to be on the move. As always, thank you for listening and please subscribe. And we'd always appreciate if you dropped us a five-star rating or left a review to help us be seen. I'm Topher Lane here with Mark Allison. Mark, how's it going, dude?
1: Good, man. What's going on? It's been a while. been a minute. Yeah been yeah we haven't we haven't done one together in a long time yeah well we're here we got
0: some stuff to talk about we'll jump in with just how the seas are doing started off strong since we've had a pod last uh with the milwaukee game and the seas really took it to the bucks they're like best team in the east at the time and arguably
1: still yeah i mean that that was a huge win and and then a couple of lackluster uh disappointing losses after i mean the the uh at least the the Pacers game was close. Um, yeah, obviously that was that was on the road. Uh, easily could have won. Um, I, you know those games are going to be mixed in. Uh, that's yeah. not so bad. Uh, the Denver loss was a little more discouraging. We took a we got smoked by Jamal Murray. I don't know which points. hurts more.
0: Yeah, was it was it the uh, I don't know if the Pacers game hurt more because it was so close and that it should have been because won. they could have
1: stole it. Right, right. Yeah, it wasn't
0: even a steal. It's that we just dropped no, it. No, like right, it so- but. Yeah. The shot that Kyrie makes 90, 90 times out of hundred. Ninety five mm-hmm. times out of hundred,
1: he makes that shot. And he and he, and he made he like three threes before that to keep us in the game, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. God, so I mean, it, it's, it's like he was shooting great that night.
0: Yeah, and then the turnover on the the play that could have tied it up again. It it's just it was tough, you know. And
1: Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, tough. well yeah, that's right. That that had the, the Hayward inbounds pass, that was kind of uh, um yeah, it was a kind of a sour ending. Yeah. You, you felt like it was kinda like A little bit on Stevens there, kind of a weird execution at the end. Um, Obviously, he's not the one passing the ball, but maybe that wasn't the best decision, bringing in Hayward Cold like that for that. I think
0: what they were going to try and do was they were going to kick it to somebody on the wing, and then Hayward was going to go straight to the corner and be open Mm -hmm. for a three. Is I think what the the play was supposed to be, but I think it was Smart who was on the wing. I need to look back at the replay, but I think it was Smart who was Mm -hmm. on the wing, just could not get open. So I think that was what the approach was going to be. Mm-hmm. And instead he just couldn't find that. So he just went for like Kyrie and the paint on the far side of the paint and just passed mm-hmm. it straight to
1: so Don't you think too, if they, if they, if they did inbound to the smart, like everyone runs away from him, like, <laughs> please shoot it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, but that would have been probably a good call. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that one was, that one was rough. And then Denver, yeah. Jamal Murray just went, it was unreal. Kyrie yeah. did his crazy, I don't know, hissy fit <laughs> tantrum at the again. end there.
1: Yeah, so, where he just how do you, like, how do you feel? How do you feel about that?
0: Well, I mean, he got fined, right? He got fined the twenty five thousand dollars for mm-hmm. just the bad attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the actual move, I, my, I, I don't think, I don't think it's a huge. I like Jalen Brown's perspective on it, where he's like, you know, it's not the nicest thing to do, but like, whatever, we'll see him again. And that's I would prefer that Kyrie just take that attitude and play it on the court the next time that we see the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. I, I think it should. Put a chip on the Celtic shoulder because of just, I mean, that's, there is a respect. There is an unspoken respect of that. You don't, you know, you don't take that shot and he didn't earn 50, you know, he didn't, he didn't get 50 points. Right. Don't, don't put up those like fake numbers and and put up 50 simply because you're unguarded at the end of the game. Yeah. It's just, it's just a crummy
1: thing to do, I think, but it's not like a huge
0: problem for me. How about well, you? think
1: about last year uh when Kyrie. I, I mean i don't think it's a big deal i and i i mean whatever i could see being a little chippy about it i mean but um i think what it does work in our favor is remember last year when uh, we had the uh um Kyrie irving uh the, the suck my dick uh that whole
0: yeah. uh yeah, got
1: thing. and then the celtics you know he got fined for that i think he got fined 25k and then they went on a like 16 game winning streak after that kind of yeah. rallied the troops uh and that was when they were kind of on the skids a little bit, maybe you know has the same kind of effect I mean may, you know maybe he knew what to he was doing something to help charge up his guys, you know like don't let people disrespect us uh you know, we're the Celtics. we're gonna you know dominate this Eastern Conference, and maybe that's kind of like a you know whatever no no uh no no digs. I mean, well it's not really a dig, but you know what I mean no disrespect at all.
0: yeah but, well so- I
1: don't know it could have a cool effect. It could. Good effect anyway.
0: What did what did Marcus Smart Marcus Smart said he like threatened him or something or he said like after the game he told like Murray he's like hey man like we got we're definitely going to destroy you next year or I don't
1: I don't remember what he said
0: but there was a threat or something.
1: Yeah, so so when when Murray first takes the shot and then he goes over towards his bench and then he turns around and reacts like it was like a close up so you can't really see what he was reacting to and he obviously didn't hear Kyrie throw the ball into the stands, So, yeah, I yeah. mean, he didn't react to that. It must have been Marcus Smart chirping him as he was walking off. I, I like that. Because more. when when I watched – yeah, and when I watched that. And then that's, I think, probably the better way to go about it, except that Kyrie got, like, all the press because of what he did. And no one would have said anything about Marcus Smart well, saying that. I, you know what I, I mean? I didn't need them to say something. Just just
0: make it – No, forward, no. You know? Just just give them the, right. uh, the attitude. Have uh have Murray have it in the back of his head the next time it comes out. I'm sure Marcus can have some hard fouls on him the next time they play the Nuggets.
1: Sure, in sure. the finals. And, well, and you know the other. Yeah, and the other thing is too. I don't know. I don't know what um, Jamal <laughs> Murray. Like I don't know what he's like. So you know, is that something that might rattle him because he did that and now he's like, oh, geez, like second guessing. Like, nah. no, you know, like some things like that can get under people's skin. It, it may seem like, oh yeah, it was kind of a whatever it was, but. You know some people don't react to things like that very well yeah you know cool like whereas other guys you know they they thrive off of that yeah so i mean I it's probably nothing but at the same time you never know
0: yeah how do you feel about that one and three or one and two week i guess since since we potted last that we have you know there were a couple things that that have gone on and that we've seen jalen who's back from a foot injury and he's Still not quite there. Maybe uh, you know Hayward is still. I, I don't. I saw some tweets of people being upset, saying he doesn't deserve the minutes that he's getting. And do you think that's warranted based on the play that he's giving? I mean, he does need to ease back into it, and I think the player that he was deserves those minutes, but he's not quite there yet. What do you think about that?
1: Uh, which are we talking about, Hayward or, or Jalen? Well,
0: I mean, start. Choose your choose one of the two. I mean, it's you know, I mean, I think Jalen.
1: So so with Hayward, it's like, I I don't mind seeing them play in the minutes because you're just trying to get him back into game shape. And, you know, that's going to take some time. Uh, Obviously, a year off the NBA. Uh, It's going to take him some time to get adjusted back to the game speed. So, I I mean, I don't mind seeing them play him, even if he doesn't quite look like himself all the time, because you need him to knock that dust off. But with Jalen, if he's hurt, like, there's no need for him to be out there when there's other guys.
0: Well, we saw Semi play really well right when he filled in. He started for Jalen. Yeah. In uh the win against the Bucks. And Semi looked good, man. Yeah. I mean, so I don't mind having Jalen out. You know, I mean not obviously I think he's a better player and I'd prefer to have him on the court, but like I, I don't mind giving him the time to recover when we have the depth that we do. Right. And clearly there it worked out well enough. So I, I don't mind letting him kind of recover because if, if he's feeling crummy and he doesn't want to be out there on the court or like he's he's in pain it's going to affect his play and we right. might be better off with, with the guy who's you know 100% yeah
1: I, I just and i just don't see any reason to make it worse when you have these other bodies and eligible guys to play yeah. you know there's no mm-hmm. need to do that
0: yeah also part of that one and two stretch was jason tatum and there's been some kind of conversation about how he i mean we've heard constantly how he worked out with kobe this summer Mm-hmm. <laughs> just constantly and he seems to be playing very kobe-esque but without i guess the the ability that kobe had so far uh does he need to start stepping away and go back to his game from last season what do you think as far because he seems to be just he's not doing himself any favors with these difficult pull-up shots from mid-range no. i mean it looks like kobe but it's, it's just not
1: it's yeah, not translating. It's it's, it's like when, when it, you got to pick and choose when that's appropriate. Like if your team is not able, you guys can't get good good open shots, and you can't. Yes, he has the ability to like hit those turnarounds and and stuff like that. And or if if you're feeling it, you're feeling it. You know, I mean, we saw him a couple games early this season. He looked like Kobe. Um, yeah, and and then yeah, the Knicks game. Great but example. then right, like what, at what point is it like you know, geez, like. We need to move the ball and get good looks and, you know, either open threes or more importantly, get the ball in the paint. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's definitely, he definitely needs to pick and choose when that's, you know, when that's going to work. I mean, because like, I'm looking at the stats right now. He's only shooting just over 40% from the field. Yeah, he's, it's, it's uh, a
0: big drop off. From yeah i mean 30 I 35 numbers.
1: from three this is a guy who led the league in three point percentage for like half the season last year uh yeah, so up until, up clearly right so uh, clearly he's not you know he's just he's not necessarily taking and last year he let the game come to him um until the end of the year when we were without kyrie we were obviously without gordon and then the playoffs he you know he him and jalen like carried the load offensively along with rogier mm. um but, I mean, like, that's not needed right now. And I, I just think, yeah, we, we they got to do a better job of keeping him reined in where it's like, you know, you don't want to discourage him from shooting, but at the same time, like, make sure you're getting high-quality looks and save that yeah. stuff for when it's needed, you know? Um, there's no need to be taking those Kobe, like, turnaround 18-footers, you know, in the first quarter of a game. Maybe, because
0: I I agree, but... To play devil's advocate here maybe if he just keeps doing that he'll start just to become lethal with those with those shots
1: what? and then
0: you know come playoffs because i mean we are struggling on offense and no, sure. right now it's not, the, it's not the biggest deal because it's early season and right. whatever i mean the, he's strong enough that we're gonna miss him the playoffs or anything it'd be nice to have home court but you know it's it's like there's the ability for him to mess around right now against these teams and like you know against phoenix tonight maybe he can do these ridiculous Kobe-esque moves and it, and it won't be a huge problem because you know, it's Phoenix and we may win regardless. Or like when he did right. it against New York, it worked out, you know, right. it was, it. so maybe he'll just get better and he just needs the reps.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean, that's fine, but I, I think he needs to pick and choose his spots a little bit better. I don't mind seeing him take the shots, but um, you know, when, when this is a guy who he can get to the rim. Um, so I, I'd like to see him do a little bit more of that. And, you yeah. know, mix, uh, you know, mix in those shots here and there because he can hit them. And we saw that in the first few games this year. So, uh, yeah, like, I don't want to discourage him from doing that at all. But at the same time, you know, uh, a little more uh, pick and choose there.
0: Yeah. Well, so in the news today, and a lot of stuff coming out right before we were recording, is the possibility of Terry Rozier, your guy, Scary Terry, maybe being on the move. Uh, Bill Simmons tweeted, today as a recording on Wednesday that he's unhappy with his playing time and then Shams Charnia followed up you know maybe 30 minutes ago that there are a bunch of teams that are interested seven plus mm-hmm. so is this I, and I was reading as much as I could in the, in the couple minutes leading up to this but how do you feel about the possibility of trading Terry Rozier because the Seas don't have to we could let him walk I mean, the right. money probably isn't there for both he and Kyrie. But we could hold on to him and, and hold on to him for a playoff run because the depth is huge. Or mm-hmm. we make a trade and get assets, maybe guys who can play now. I don't know. What, what There's a bunch of different ways this could go, but how do you feel about the kind of stuff that's coming out today?
1: Yeah, Um. so obviously I love Terry, but I think he becomes more expendable when we've already heard at the beginning of the season that Kyrie is – basically said like he's willing to resign here long term but obviously he's going to wait till the season's over um, mm-hmm. so i mean if you feel good about Kyrie's knee and you feel like he's you know you're you're gonna do that and i mean really what are you gonna do i mean we've uh, you know we've already got marcus smart he we already know that marcus smart thrives in that you know off the bench point guard role um obviously it'd be nice to have all three of them, but it's really not going to be fiscally possible after this season, right? So um, I'm not – I mean, I don't think it's – I think it's probably the the right move to do. And and if Ainge thinks that, then he's definitely going to do it. Um, But I I like the idea of going into the season and seeing what they had first. Um, You know, but does – you know, did you lose a little bit of uh, Terry's value by waiting to go into the season because, um, you know, he's – he became off great playoffs last year, and then now I don't he's think so. not I don't playing. Think so.
0: He lost any value.
1: I, think I don't. It doesn't sound like it. Just because I mean, we had Phoenix knocking down our door for him after the playoffs. Uh, he they felt like he was a point guard they could help you know build around, and um, they're they're still basically the front runner. So I mean, really, they know what they're looking at. Um, so. And I think, at least when you're in the season, you know, some teams get desperate, pull the trigger on some crazy deals before the deadline. Um, And we know Ainge isn't one to just necessarily wait till the deadline. I mean, back when we traded Rondo years ago, that was in, like, what, December, January? Yeah, it was. was Um, He's not going to just hold him up to the deadline just to do that. Um, If he finds the right deal, comes along, he will. But, I mean, what are you you looking for back? Like, a, a middle to high, you know, maybe 10, around 10, 15? somewhere in between there first round pick for him and then uh maybe a player like uh, a role player that someone that you can fit in that doesn't necessarily need those kind of minutes
0: yeah i don't know what the trade would look like and partially because i haven't really assessed this team's needs yet mm. as far as like what we're missing i don't yeah, think, I think the jury's
1: still out there so right yeah
0: and that that's why it's hard to say because we need scoring maybe like a, i don't know tj warren if we really want like a true mm-hmm. scorer from the from the suns yeah. But I don't I don't yeah. like, I don't know I don't know what it's caught. Contra- this is where we need Justin because he's the one who knows all this. Yeah. Stuff.
1: Right. <laughs> but well m- maybe a knockdown shooter. Um that's the only like if I thought of that right now, like a like a Corver type um three point specialist guy. Younger Corver, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. And but at the same time, like like you said, I'm I'm I, I think that Ainge is also waiting to see what this team needs, right? Doesn't yeah. it make more I, sense to wait till January, February, closer yeah. to the deadline to say and I think, absolutely. Hey, we know what we need. Do we need another big? Do we need, you know, um, especially with the Tice injury now, maybe we do. We will need another big because um, if he's not going to be healthy, then we we certainly will.
0: Yeah. But, um, news came out about that, that it's it's going to be a shorter recovery than I think they were initially
1: expecting, though, right? Right. Like they're, they're talking like a month, right?
0: Yeah. I think it was, I don't remember exactly the numbers, but it's not right. as consequential as I think everyone was expecting. Right. So, you know, I mean, somewhat good news there. And then, you know, we'll talk about Rob Williams in a little bit, and all of you know his contributions in Maine and stuff, and how he's been looking so far. But Bigs could be something at chase. It's like it's not that we're weak in any particular regard outside of just right. scoring, but I think that's just it's something that just will fix itself as the right.
1: Player. And what what needs to be fortified, and then at that point too, are you going to be comfortable with your point guard situation? Um, you know, with with Kyrie Smart. Um Brad Wanamaker? Yeah, right. I mean, you know, how much do you want him playing? Because he would he would then have a role, right? Yeah. So um yeah, I mean it's I think I think they'll definitely I don't think like with, with all this news coming out now, like like Bill Simmons saying this is an imminent deal. I I could not see unless Ainge gets bowled over right now. Um he's not giving up Rogier for ju- until he knows maybe what this team needs. Would right? you be fine because holding him? I, and letting him walk. and just let him walk at the end yeah. of the year. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think it's fine if if you're if you're a team and you think you're competing this year and you think that Terry Rozier is an integral piece and like you know you think he's going to be necessary to to get us you know into the mix um, into the finals, I, I'm cool with that. Like I whatever you I mean you can't always get assets for guys, right? Yeah. Um, that we're pretty good about doing that, but at the same time, there's going to come up times where it doesn't work out and. If he's a, if they feel that he's essential um, to build uh, as a championship contender, then uh, fine. Let them let him walk. You know, it happens to other teams all the time. You know. Yeah. What
0: what would you do? Would you hold him or, or trade him? Is or is it just contingent on the offer for you?
1: I think it, I think it would have to be contingent on the offer. Like I said, like um, you know, if you could get a pretty high first form, um, a lottery pick, and even if it's a late lottery pick, and then a player that will help you. Even if he's expiring or or you know on a deal that you have for this year or next year, that's reasonable um I think that's I think that's legit mm-hmm. um I don't know what what do you think
0: I would hold him you know unless there's a ridiculous offer, I would just accept that we need him, and that, yeah you know whatever, and then maybe i mean I think we'll in that situation we'd you know send out a qualifying offer and see what happens, and then maybe we just don't match whatever. Mm-hmm. Because he's a restricted free agent. Right. Performer. So right.
1: it's not like... It's like he would definitely be... Right. It's not like they couldn't keep him if they really wanted to. Yeah. They could. So, uh, so, they're going to be weighing the tax, but it's it's not out of the question.
0: I, I think I'd rather hold on to him and just because we know that he works with his team. Mm-hmm. We know that he's a great starter behind Kyrie if, if there are any issues.
1: Mm-hmm. I,
0: I don't like losing that depth at the guard, which has been such yeah. like, a volatile position for us with, with the fact of Kyrie's right. health. And I still am not entirely convinced that Kyrie can stay healthy. And maybe, you know, by December, by February, I will be.
1: Yeah. And I think that'll become more clear by then, too. Yeah. Right? I'm
0: definitely not sitting in, in the Celtics front office today taking these phone calls saying, like, yeah, we have to do something because Bill Simmons yeah. tweeted that that he's not happy with his minutes. We have to figure it out. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about it. I would hold on to him, to be honest. I just I think that'd be a better call long term.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that that's the case. And as we get closer to the deadline, it'll be assessed. Obviously, Danny Ainge isn't going to turn down any uh, offer that bowls him over. So if, if he gets a deal that he feels is worth more than Rogier, then he'll he'll take it. But um, at the same time, if that doesn't pop up, I'm sure he'll just ride him out. Yeah, and that, that's And they'll right. figure it out in the offseason. That's a
0: great comparison, the one to Rondo. I think it's the exact same thing. he mm-hmm. just got the offer. He's like, oh, cool. Yeah, three solid players. Jay Crowder obviously yeah. panned out to be a lot more than any fan expected. Maybe that's what... Um, Right. But, you know, that that turned into an awesome deal.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and a pick that turned into Isaiah Thomas. Yeah,
0: so it's, you know, just all around. That was a really great deal. And so, you know, maybe December 7th, he gets a call from some random front office. And he goes, yeah, no, totally. Let's do it. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And then we see. Well, and I think
1: all this interest, if anything, builds the market, right? Mm -hmm. So there's seven teams interested or whatever Shams is saying. So now it's like the Suns are like, oh, well there's six other teams interested. that maybe we need to, if we really want this guy, which it sounds like they do, they're really going to have to throw something at each.
0: Yeah, let's get DeAndre Aiden. Let's okay. Fix the problem. I think that's a fair, that's a fair trade. We'll give him a second or two. <laughs> Celtic's current well. big, uh, Rob Williams. <laughs> our big pick that we took this, this year, our first round pick, he did extremely well in his game in maine picked up 10 points 11 rebounds three blocks looked pretty solid then flew to indiana like the next night so he's he made both his flights that was a a tweet that came out definitely
1: definitely positives coming from that. definitely
0: uh have you he's been pretty cool so far i've been pleasantly surprised by by how he's been
1: playing yeah i mean his athleticism is off the charts i mean you can just tell i mean uh You know, there's been plenty of guys though that have athleticism off the charts and can't really figure it out. But um, I mean, you know, he he seems like he's you know he's there's some potential that he could make an impact later this Mm -hmm. year. Um, You know, maybe not playing 20 minutes a game, but even just playing in small minutes and maybe grabbing big rebounds and um a, I mean, he's a good shot blocker. Uh, he could definitely make a difference on the floor in a, in a limited role. Is he a guy uh, that you, even this season?
0: We've seen so many of our like highly touted players just dominate in Maine in the G League. They mm-hmm. just are unreal good. James Young, Jordan Mickey, uh, you know, we've we've seen all these guys just like Jordan Mickey was putting up like triple doubles with blocks in Maine. Right, you know, it was it was right. just it was unreal how well he played in mm-hmm. in Maine. Is Rob Williams one of those guys? I mean, he's doing well down there in the like one or two games that he's played. Do you see that translating to the NBA? He's been okay in the-
1: yeah. I mean, it's 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 I he's obviously doesn't look the same as when he's down there just mauling people. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not a bad thing to do that though, right? Uh, I mean, they're comfortable with him giving him the ball and and playing him in a big role, and he and he's good down there. So I mean, obviously when they're like Celtics top prospects get like first bidding and down there anyway. So, I mean, regardless of whatever the coach wants mm-hmm. to do, those guys are going to play, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, can't hurt. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I love the way, and they've been doing this for years. It's not like this is anything new, but I love the way that guys can go and play a game in Maine and then be up the next day. To play. It's a, I don't know how so, they do it. Uh, I
0: mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know yeah, happened. I don't either.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm just glad that the NBA allows them to do that, you know, and there's not like some weird, Um, because obviously it, it definitely helps the G league too, right? Put some put some, uh, butts in the seats up there and it gives these guys a chance to play and yet still be a part of the NBA experience, even if they're not playing up there, right? Just traveling with the team and, um, you know, doing that. And especially for somebody like Rob Williams, like who they're, you know, any kind of issues with, you know, traveling, making planes, making flights and all that stuff, it, it kind of gives him more to do right? right so it you know i don't know it maybe helps break them in yeah no
0: I, I i think it's i think that's so big for guys to get that time down there and we saw i mean with jabari prior to jabari bird prior to all the stuff that's happened this off season, that was really important for him and he'd play well in maine he'd come up and he mm-hmm. had really good games uh with the celtics and, and you know good good role with the celtics and so It's cool that he can go down there and he can spend that time down there and, and, you know, really get a touch on on playing at a professional level. Obviously, the competition is lower than it is up in the Mm -hmm. the NBA. But, you know, good to see him put up those numbers and hopefully it can translate over when he comes up.
1: Yeah. And and playing at that game speed is, you know, even though, like you said, the competition is less, at at least they're playing at the same, like, speed in Mm -hmm. terms of, like, people playing hard in a real game. A little different than practice. Did you see, I think it was Draymond Green said that
0: Celtics are one of the few teams that they take seriously as far as a threat?
1: Well, they should after we've beaten them how many times last few years. I need to confirm this.
0: I say regularly, because I I know, at least anecdotally, we always take one of two from them every season. Since Steve Kerr, we've always been one and two. I -hmm. believe that we have the
1: best winning percentage.
0: Yeah, one and one. Um, I believe that we have the best
1: winning percentage against them.
0: In the Steve Kerr era, yeah, no,
1: I, I would over the last like five years, I, I think it's, I, I don't even think it's a question. I'm pretty, it's got to be us, because I'm pretty sure we have a 500 record against them. I think so too,
0: because we haven't seen in finals or anything. That's the only time
1: we've seen. we beat them even before we had like, um, before they had all their pieces in place. I think, and before we did, like, yeah. Okay, so he came there in 2014.
0: But, right, yep, 14.
1: I, I, St- Stevens may have, lo- we may have lost two the first year what team were we throwing out there at that point, right? Uh, but true. I don't know.
0: True, true. And that's before they were supposed to be like really.
1: I think we're 500 over the last four seasons. We are. Yeah. We are. So that, that has to be the best. Yeah. I'm gonna, we're we're going to do some research. Check
0: on. out the hashtag CLPod because we're going to. This is yeah, going to be. A, we're
1: going yeah, to <laughs> get on this. Pod. We're going to. We're going we're gonna to investigate. We got the crack squad. We will. This.
0: That's going to be awesome. But okay. So any other teams you think are threats to them besides the Celtics? Are we a threat? What have you seen in the first, what, 10 games that we've played?
1: Well, I mean, I think, yeah, I think we can be a threat, right? With the, I mean, even looking at us now, what are we, 6-3? 6-4. 6-4, yeah, that's right, that last yeah. one took us out yeah. of that. Um, you know, but even still, I mean, we're talking about beginning of the season. Like, um, you know, there's a they're 10-1, and one, they're off and rolling. Um, uh, I mean, uh, you would think... That the Rockets will figure it out, and they were so good last year, and they're a threat to them. Yeah, right? I, I like they're, the they're four and five. I don't, I don't think that they're really that bad. Um, we're six and four. I'm not going to say that we're we're much better than a just over 500 team. So, um, you know, everybody's working out off in the beginning of the year. Uh, the Raptors look oh, pretty yeah, good. The Raptors really good. Um, you know, um, the I think the Bucks would be a problem for them if they can add another piece. I, I don't think they're quite there, but any team with um, and a two and a Kumpo, like he, you know, who, who's going to guard him? I don't even think Draymond green can no, guard. Him. Nobody can. him. Um, he's a problem. So if they, if they can add another piece, cause I mean, Middleton, I, I don't think they quite have enough, but, um, you know, a, a lot of these teams, Raptors bucks, they're probably, you know, not far off of at least being competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the East got a lot better this year. Um, in the West though, I mean, aside from Houston, I mean, I don't, uh, I'm not buying the Nuggets nine and one. They look good, but I don't know. I like that team a lot. Well, I I like them, but I still think they're kind of young. I I could see them going into a series with the Warriors in the Western Conference finals and just getting smoked. Um, just for being there for the first time. They would match up pretty well. Um, they would though. And, and Isaiah is going to be a huge boost to them. Like six man coming off the bench, like scoring Mm -hmm. machine. If if he's you know the same player, um, that's interesting. Uh, the Blazers, Blazers, your squad here. They're they're playing pretty well this year, but I mean, again, I, I don't think that they're they played well last year, and we saw what happened. All right, ready
0: for this? I just decided yep. Spurs will be a threat to them because they're going to be in the market for Terry Rozier
1: because of Dante Murray. No, oh, there we go. I'm I'm on the trade Unleashed machine right now, time. trying
0: to figure out what we could do, to get, what kind of trade we could get for Terry Rozier from the Spurs. Mm. but I, I like that a lot because that, that Spurs are always always a threat to, to do some things another thing to pick up Tyree or uh, Terry I just combined Terry Rozier and, yeah. and Kyrie but yeah. I don't know we could trade straight up for Murray the guy that got hurt their, their point guard last season got hurt he's a good solid guy Yeah, cheaper sure. I don't know we need just alright fine <laughs> whatever I don't need this <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: Last week, or yeah, last week, Bucks game. You had the recap, right? Ah, uh, yeah, for the Bucks game, yeah. Which, which was like, of course, every game I do is a close game, and it's like I have to, I have to right to the very end. <laughs>
0: you just want one yeah. game where you can stay.
1: but you I just, just want, want one blowout. Just give me a blowout. I at the half end. End. That's how it Oh god, it's always. I thought it was going to overtime <laughs> for sure. I, I was just like, ugh. But yeah, Bucks game. I mean, we look, we look good in that game. Um, not, I would say great, but they kept coming back into the game. We kept yeah. letting them back in. Um, but, you know, franchise record for threes, um, interesting. You know, they got hot. They got cold. They got hot again, and mm-hmm. that's how they won. Um, Giannis is an absolute – he's a – I don't Monster. even know Monster doesn't he's even Jesus describe him. He's a problem. <laughs> um, he's like, we, we don't have like – we have such a great defense, and like there's yeah. nobody to stop him. He's going to get his against us. Uh, we just have to hope when we play them, like Middleton doesn't also drop 30. Um, he's, you know, uh, and he was cold like the beginning of that game. And then he got hot in the, the I think it was late in the third, fourth, whatever it was. Um, and then that's how they got back in the game too. So um, that was, but yeah, I, I mean, that was a big win though. Uh, taking down the undefeated, undefeated team. Um, the guys on TNT were going crazy about that boys. game. Um <laughs> Every and, time, and, every know, time that uh,
0: Charles Barkley says the Celtics are going to lose, <laughs> find a way to win. Yeah, <laughs> that was that. Yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure he really? picked this on Thursday I, I think though. really? I, th- I think he did, and everyone was like, oh oh, everyone was making a big deal. If <laughs> I remember correctly, I don't know, but I, I could have sworn he did. Um, but then, the, so then the Indiana game, uh, one that got yeah. away, obviously. He um, should have won that. I one. mean, if, if we had finished that stretch, we'd be talking so much differently right now had we won that Indiana game and then we would have won those, we would be and two and one on that strip. Like five Were
0: we on a four game win streak? Were we like two and two.
1: Well, I mean, even if we, even if we had the loss to Denver, like I'm saying we'd still feel so much better right now than coming off two straight losses, especially when one was like a heartbreaker yeah. like that, because we went into Denver and we're playing, they were eight and one at the time. It's not like we played three teams in a row and their combined records when we played them were like what the Milwaukee was, yep. I think yep. eight, and know, right. Um, Indiana's like, what are they eight and three now? Including that uh, loss. Yeah. So, I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're ahead of us in the standings. So they are right now. They're all right. They're seven and four. So, yeah. um, they, you know, that's an, an extra win, whatever that puts them he half a game to... ahead of us. But I mean, we played, these are solid teams, two of them on the road, you know, one and two, it's not the end of the world. Right. Uh, I'd be, I'll be a little concerned if we come out tomorrow against Phoenix and, uh, Hey, man. Phoenix is
0: low-key. Uh, you know, they're, they're, no, they're, and they're two good, in it. They're low-key a team
1: you want to look out for, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but three three straight losses yeah, would be. Well, that would again, be if so. we had, If we had read five games. Well, because then we got two tough games after that. We got Utah and Portland. So they have to yeah. win that game tomorrow. Yes, yeah. Because you can't have, like, a five-game skid. Yeah. That's no, not that's good. as not
0: Uh, is the grass greener? Let's talk about Jay Crowder on the Utah Jazz and Evan Turner, who I've, I've interacted with on Twitter.
1: So, so Jay Crowder is playing the best he's played since he was yeah, on the Yeah, he's Celtics. not a good,
0: I like that. I, I was always a big Crowder fan. I've got a Crowder it jersey. A Crowder
1: yeah, I know, me too. I always liked him, hustle guy. Um, um, but right now he's, he's almost identical stats to when he left Boston. So he was, he was shooting. This is wow. This is actually really yeah, close. Oh,
0: one um, less. So, yeah,
1: so 2016, hockey. 2017. Um, this is the year. Not the. This is the last full year that he was in Boston, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he he was playing 32 minutes a game. He's playing 31 minutes this year. He was averaging 4.6 shots. He's averaging 4.7 this year. Um, he was shooting uh, field goals attempted 10 a game. 10.1. Forty-six point three percent, forty-six point two percent, and then from three, he was just a shade under. He's just a shade under forty percent in both. That's pretty great.
0: Taking more for, more threes. Um, he's just a little.
1: Yeah. So he's averaging fourteen and a half points right now, and he was averaging just under fourteen with the Celtics that year. Yeah. So, um, it, it basically he got his game back, is what I'm saying. Like remember he had that uh, struggle um, when he first went to Cleveland along with Isaiah. Yeah. Um, and then last year he wasn't. You know, he wasn't great for the um, Utah either. So he it's nice to see him. He's playing 31 minutes a game now. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad. I, I'd say the grass is just as green, if if not greener, because if he was still here now, he wouldn't have that kind of a big role.
0: Yeah, the money, I think he would have gotten more money if we had been extending him. You know, if we had been paying him, I think he would have right. gotten more than he did in Utah. Uh, if we hadn't gone through the trade to get Kyrie and stuff, and we're still sitting with a similar roster, right. I think he would have gotten more money. So that's the only reason that would be better. Um, right, but he yeah. no, I, I really like what he's doing in Utah. Quinn Snyder and he just get along really well. Seemingly, I think it's the same as as he and Brad. They just worked out. And uh, Buzz mm-hmm. Buzz Williams on Marquette because he yep. played really well. At Marquette, mm-hmm. so yep, yep, yeah, no, he's I like what's going on. It's cool. It's cool to see him do well. But yeah, I think Grass is he's good in either situation. But he's he's doing well. Just mm-hmm. gonna see Evan Turner, the kid from the Ohio State University. <laughs> he's the he's Ohio State like hall of fame right or something like that
1: yeah i mean he was a uh, what third pick in that draft or second yeah, pick unreal. um for philly yeah
0: yeah he was on unreal high and he's playing for the trailblazers he's doing better than he has in the past couple seasons and interestingly enough on basketball reference his position has changed to point guard this season from small forward check that out hmm.
1: so <laughs> I, I I I'm looking at that right now. That's kind of yeah, interesting. Less last so, minutes but, he's
0: averaging ten well, points, which is actually pretty solid. Uh, he was averaging ten point five in his last season with the C's. And, and his shooting's better. He's actually playing better than he did in his last year with the
1: Celtics. Well, he's getting some boards here. He's averaging five rebounds a game and and almost four and a half assists. So, uh, they, I think they finally found out that Evan Turner is like you know th- that's the way you utilize well, him right. Run uh, the point. Not like, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like he was jack of all trades kind of guy with us, you know. Um, he he came in, he was what seventh, eighth man, and was just, you know, he's good at doing everything except shooting threes. But, um, and, and you know what I mean. Like he can score if you need him to. Remember, he had a couple big explosive games. Oh yeah, well he, for was, us. he was he That's what he was um, really
0: good at was scoring. I mean, he just
1: didn't and know. and like those those Kobe esque turnaround jump shots. Like he could hit them. Like he could find his own shot in games when the offense wasn't going. He reminds
0: me a lot of Marcus um, Morris like in, in the role that he has for the Celtics. So just like you were going to be a scorer okay.
1: and except he can't stretch well, the floor. Well, yeah.
0: But you know, I mean, he's a better ball handler. Sure. Okay, fine. Never mind. Bad comparison. Jeez.
1: Wow. <laughs> well, no, no, it's not a bad comparison. No, <laughs> but, love, but love, in terms <laughs> of the role that he plays, Morris does a oh, that's a, he's a little bit better ball handler, but he can't shoot threes, but he fills in similar role, right? The guy that kind of does whatever you need him to do. He's uh he's shooting
0: 22% for three. Come
1: on. <laughs> I think I could shoot better than 22%. We're going
0: to have a shoot. Let's go. Let's hit the black top. Let's go out there. I like <laughs> let's it. Check it out. All right. Well, everybody should check out the links at the top of CelticsLife.com where we have a huge variety of shirts and hoodies in our store. And you can even get tickets to the next game under that heading. Go to West Coast. Go see them in Portland.
1: Go see Evan Turner. Uh, you can... <laughs> You can find the pod on Wooshka, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and most podcatcher apps. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, be sure to rate us five stars, please. Please. And if you don't like something or have a suggestion, make sure you let us know with a comment on any Celtics Life article. or on Twitter with the hashtag CLPod. We're always trying to bring you guys the Celtics coverage you want the way you like it. Yeah,
0: we're posting that shootout on Twitter when we go take the – see if you get 22%.
1: I like it. All right. Thanks, guys. Let's go. (laughs) Later, guys.